Wow. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Wow. <laughs> That's what we want. We just want to be led by the Spirit of the Amen. Lord. And you don't have to wait for Green Lake. And, and we are recording this one, right? Okay. And we don't have to wait for Green Lake for it to happen. The Spirit of God can meet you right here. Amen. Praise the Lord. This is what we want. We just don't want church as usual all the time. Amen. That's right. We just take over Holy Ghost. Amen. But, you know, and, and everything both uh, people have shared is right on point. And I want to um, come from Second Chronicles. I've read this Wednesday at prayer, but I want to get more into it. Second Chronicles chapter 7. Amen. Um, this is very important, uh, and, uh, and um, our nation is at a crossroads. We do understand we're living in the last days, amen. amen. And God's will is going to be done no matter what. But just because we're living in the last days don't mean we throw in a towel and say, well, it is what it is. Amen. Just sit back and just let the enemy do whatever he wants and use whatever entities, organizations, groups, whatever he wants to just uh, rein in certain powers, control, and, and tyranny on people. And we just sit back and say, well, it is what it is. Jesus said, occupy till I come. Amen. Amen. So that means we are to be the salt and light in the earth until he comes. We are to yes. speak up and speak out. Yes against injustices we are to be salt and light in the midst of the pol political world too amen? amen we are to the voice of christ and the word of god should be upheld wherever we are yeah. amen whether the world don't like it or not this is the compass amen, amen. The, the, listen we we um wow i mean this is the time where we have to arise Arise, shine. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yes. Amen. And Second Chronicles says this right here, chapter 7. Um, look at verse 12. And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said unto him, I have heard thy prayer and have chosen this place for myself for a house of sacrifice. A house of sacrifice. Think about that. We are to... What we do today, the sacrifice we give him is the sacrifice of praise. Yes. Amen. Verse 13 says, If I shut up heaven that there be no rain, if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among the people. Look what's happening today. Yes. But here's the verse. If my people, which are what? Called, Called by my, my name, name, shall do what? Number one. And number two, Pray. number three, Pray. number four, turn. turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and I will heal their land. Those are the three things he said he would do if then if we do this, Amen. then he'll do this. Amen. Yeah. Father God, we thank you for your word today, Lord, that you would just speak, that you would just speak to us, Lord, that you would just stir us, shake us. Set us on fire, Lord God. Lord, anything in us that is slothful, that has been complacent, that has been wavering. Lord, you've been dealing with us about some things, Lord, and we have just been, uh, we haven't moved on what you told us to do, Lord God. Lord, let us right now, if there's any area, Lord God, 
Let us do it and be obedient, Lord. Lord, we thank you for the, the, the both of the words given today by um, Sister Jane and my dad, Lord God. Lord, we thank you for what you're doing through the word and the tongue and the interpretation that was given today, Lord God. Lord, we just want your spirit to move, Lord God, that you would just be lifted up and you would have your way, Lord, that we would put on the mind of Christ that we have been given in these last days and not be ignorant as some have been in the body of Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this was the dedication of the temple, and Solomon prayed. He finished the temple, and, you know, they've had their solemn assembly. They've, the fire came down. They've, I mean, you know, Israel, they gathered, all, I mean, hundreds and thousands of people came to this, and they did a lot of sacrifices. I mean, hundreds of bulls and oxen and sheep was uh, sacrificed, and Solomon prayed, and the Lord came down and dwelt among them. Amen? It was so thick. And if you read on verse, uh, verses 1 through 11, the fire of God came and uh, the, the Spirit of God came down heavy. It consumed them. It was, the presence was so thick. At verse 12, he said, And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said unto him, I have heard thy prayer and have chosen this place to myself for a house of sacrifice. If I shut up heaven that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, if I send pestilence among my people, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, what have we heard already? Twice, repentance. That's a turning in the heart, amen, turning from your... Your ways, whatever it is, Lord, if there be anything in me, even as born-again Christians, Lord, if there be anything in me right now that is bringing up a wall between you and I, that is hurting our relationship, Lord, I repent of that. Oh, glory to God. That's what, that was right on point. Turn from our wicked ways, Lord. See, we hear a lot of times, well, follow your heart. But the scripture says the heart can be deceitfully wicked. No, it's not about following your heart. Follow the Spirit of God. Amen. Hallelujah. You follow your heart, it'll lead you somewhere you don't want to go. Amen. <laughs> following your heart can get you in trouble. But he says, then will I hear from heaven. I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. Now, God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And he can still restore. He's still in the restoration business. He's still in the healing and the saving business. He is God. And he can do whenever he wants to, when he wants to, how he wants to, because he is God. Amen. And that settles it. Amen. So who are we to think that we can buck the will of God? Amen. Not me. Amen. All we have to do is hear, obey, hear, obey, and follow the line. Amen. Yes. We are living in the last days, but it's not a point of to be complacent and like the ostrich that sticks his head in the sand and right and to just not sit back and do nothing. We have to be engaged as the body of Christ in prayer. Amen. First, we got to do this right here and then we have to be engaged in prayer. We have to be engaged and active. 
We, we are at a crossroads in this country and we see the tide is turning and we thought that the last election was the election to end all elections. And, but yet we see now is more crucial and pivotal than ever. And Psalms chapter 9 verse 17 says, The wicked shall be turned into hell and all the nations that forget God. I'm going to say that again. Psalms chapter 9 verse 17. The wicked shall be turned into hell and all the nations that forget God. And you look in the book of Judges whenever... Uh, Israel will go into uh, captivity because of their disobedience and their idol worship and following the strange ways and abominable ways of all the other groups and nations and, and, and tribes and the customs. And, he's, and they were commanded to follow the Lord thy God. But whenever they would revert or they would go a different direction and deviate from what God has told them, then they would, if after God would warn them, they would still continue down that path and they would not repent. And when they did not repent, they went into captivity and God raised up a judge to deliver them after a certain, a certain amount of time. And then they would repeat it like the stock market, up and down, up and down, right? Because the nature of humanity is it's just we are so stubborn and stinking hard-headed. Right? Because we want to do what we want to do. And so because we want to do what we want to do instead of doing what God wants us to do, then, then well, look what happens. Amen. You see? And if we don't understand, then we're bound to repeat the same mistakes. And that's why the Bible was given, the Word of God was given for our learning and our understanding, not mentally, but by the Spirit. So when the Word of God is rooted deep in your spirit, you can get it and it's going to stick. Yeah. Hallelujah. Because the time we live in is too short. It's too crucial to be playing hopscotch and patty cake with the devil. The time is too crucial to be playing in and out and ring around the posy, pocket full of dozies or whatever it's called, with the enemy. The time is too crucial to be playing games, to be lukewarm. It's time to get right. It's time to get on fire. It's time to, as you said, come before God with a pure heart. Hallelujah. Anything in me, Lord. Lord, have your way. Take it, Lord. I don't want it. Lord, do what you want to do because we are coming into a time where we're going to see things like never before. Even though God will be with us, he wants us to come to a certain point where we know in him that come hell or high water, that he is going to be with us, that he is going to work through us. Because he, listen, let me help, help you understand. God wants to use you in such a way that is beyond your own imagination. But he has to prepare you, as I heard uh, one of the speakers say just a moment ago. He's trying to prepare you and get you ready for what he's trying to bring you into. And a lot of times we're saying, Lord, I'm waiting on you. I'm waiting on you. We talked about this, me and Brother William. We said in elders meeting, right? Didn't we all discuss as elders? We said, we're waiting on you, Lord God. But he, he said... Hey, knucklehead, I'm waiting on you. I'm waiting on you. What are you waiting? I'm waiting on you. God is always willing. He's always ready. He's listening. His ear is open. But what are we going to do? Think about it. Now, you know you have, and I can't advocate for one or the other, but, you know, if you're led by the Spirit of God, you're going to hear the Spirit of God on, on who to vote for. Amen? But I'm looking at, and I'm just, you know, 
we're, we're, we're human beings and we're flawed, right? So there's no perfect individual per se, okay? But you have to look at the policies and where you stand and what's valuable to your faith, to your belief. Because whatever you get behind, the policies you get behind, not the person. You're not getting behind the person. You're getting behind the policies. Amen. That's what you have to understand. It's not, you're not voting for a person. You're voting for what comes along with that. Okay? Amen. It's about the platform. So forget the person. Forget the party. They're both failed. They're both flawed. Amen? Both are. The world won't be perfect until Jesus Christ comes back. Amen. So it's not about endorsing any party or anything. Amen. They're both flawed, right? But um, I was looking at, you know, this issue about the packing the courts. And I was looking at that, and, and, and then uh, somebody asked uh, the, the candidate, Joe Biden, about that. And he said, well, uh, they don't need to know right now. Okay. Well, then he later on he said, "Well, we'll know after the election." And the reason why I thought about that is just that you know, and you got to do your own research and pray and hear from God. But if you and I think about that, listen, whoever controls the courts will control the country for the next hundred years. Okay. And when they have the courts have decided on gay marriage, when the courts have decided on abortion, when the courts have decided on all these things for them to be the final authority. Listen, as believers, this is why I say you have to be the salt and light. You have to be engaged. You have to be a voice. There's nothing wrong with petitions. There's nothing wrong with getting a hold of your congressmen and senators to let them know how you feel on an issue. Silence, really, when you remain silent and stand back and you don't share your voice, if you don't speak out, if you don't say nothing, then you're advocating. When you stay silent, you're really uh, uh, just going along. Listen, you know, and, and the term that was the comment that was made, uh, well, we need to follow the models of China. Listen, Uyghur, Uyghur, Uyghur Muslims are being persecuted over there, okay? Uh, and then the state, the state memos and all that released on, you know, Hunter and everything, that, uh, abo uh, abo abolishing the Electoral College. The Second Amendment, which there's a bill right now. He's a black politician. He's, a, um, he's uh, put that on the platform, and right now it's just on the table to get rid of uh, your guns, right? Every, every country that went into captivity and people that were from Mao to Stalin to Hitler all had their guns removed first. That's right. That's right. Before they were wiped out. Before people were put on those trains, marched to the, uh, the camps. And think about this. And in Canada right now, they are saying that uh, on uh, the second lockdown, if they don't comply, and, I, and I'm talking to different people in Canada right now, and it's not only them. They, they said uh, you will be put in, they call it not FEMA camps, not internment camps, but they call them learning camps. Think about that. That's tyranny beyond belief. Okay. Now, Ecclesiastes says there is a time for everything. Amen? Um, and there is time to make a stand in prayer and in the physical. Amen? Getting on the streets, marching, protesting peacefully. Amen? Um, whatever it comes down to. The Green New Deal. Okay, I heard a lot about that, which will cost hundreds and trillions of dollars, which we can never repay. I'm just telling you, look at these issues. Observe them for yourself. Pray and make decisions would completely bankrupt this country as we already are. 
but a billion times over, meaning that we would be beholden to other big corporations and uh, countries while they profit and they do well in other areas and we suffer and go down into the abyss physically, financially, etc. Okay, uh, means no more fossil fuel, no more airports, no more, uh, I think, uh, uh, electric power base, everything, electric cars. You'll be told when you can turn on your AC and your heat, right? And if you don't comply, they'll control it for you. Uh, that's one reason why they have those things called smart meters, uh, which they uh, have in the, in the plan. Uh, look what happened to Virginia. And they still haven't recovered from that because of the damage to shell oil. All the jobs that will be out of business. Listen. Dr. James Dobson from Focus on the Family wrote this letter, and some of you probably seen it. And this is, he, he wrote this, um, he, he's Dr. James Dobson to, to uh, he says, to, this will be my final letter to 800,000 people who follow him, of course. He's a Christian leader. This will be my final letter to 800,000 people before Americans cast our ballots on November the 3rd. It is a breathtaking moment in the history of the United States. Perhaps I will be permitted to repeat a brief comment I made in my August letter because of its relevance today. Many political commentators have stated that this election is the most significant since 1864 when Abraham Lincoln uh, ran for a second term against the Democratic nominee, nominee George McClellan. The future of our beloved nation hung in the balance that year. If Lincoln had lost, the Civil War have ended precipitously, and the wretched evils of slavery would have remained legal in the Confederate States, and perhaps even the North. Had Lincoln been defeated, the Union would have been torn asunder. Thank God Mr. Lincoln won, even though it cost him his life. This is his letter he's writing. Now we are approaching another presidential election that carries enormous implications for the stability of our democratic system of government. And indeed, Newt Gingrich said that we are now facing, what we are now facing might bring an end to civilizations as we have known it. He may have been referring to a possible revolution. Regardless, I believe his grave concern for our nation is valid. For centuries, America has stood as a shining light for liberty and freedom in our nation and around the globe. If we abandon our founding core values, if we abandon our founding core values, the world will suffer for it. The binary choice before us is that stark. How will Americans and how will you decide to vote for our chief executive officer? I have heard from dozens of friends and acquaintances in recent weeks who tell me that they will base their decision solely on the candidate's rhetoric tone, style, and likability. Wow. Rhetoric, tone, style, and likability. Does that describe your thinking process? This is what he's asking you in this letter. Just now, as I thought about how to react to that idea, my wife Shirley brought me an email that she had received a few minutes before from a friend. It quoted an anonymous statement that gets to the heart of the issue as follows. This is not a junior high or high school popularity or personality contest. 
I'm not voting for the person, I'm voting for the platform. I'm voting for the Second Amendment. I'm voting for the next Supreme Court Justice. I'm voting for the Electoral College. I'm voting for the Republic in which we live. I'm voting for police and law and order. Look at how the, look at how the country's been going. Governors and mayors that won't do nothing. I'm voting for the military and the veterans who fought and died for this country. I'm voting for the flag that is often missing from public events. I'm voting for the right to speak my opinion and not be censored for it. I'm voting for secure borders. I'm voting for the right to praise God without fear. I'm voting for every unborn soul that is at risk of being aborted. I'm voting for freedom and the American dream. I'm voting for good against evil. I'm voting, I'm not just voting for one person, I am voting for the future of my country. Hallelujah. And then he said this, I couldn't have said it better, although I wanted to add the writer's list, I'm also voting for candidates who will exercise sound leadership internationally. I'm voting for those who will support Israel. I'm voting for those who will protect children from leftist curriculum. I'm voting for the nation's fiscal integrity. I'm voting for parental rights. I'm voting for school choice and home education, which, you know, that's what they're fighting. They don't want you to have that choice. I'm voting for freedom in the suburbs. I'm voting for Little Sisters of the Poor and other Christian organizations which have been persecuted. I'm voting for racial unity. I'm voting to support in God we trust and in school prayer. I'm voting for freedom of conscience for physicians and other professionals because you know they have been told what they can and cannot do or say, doctors and different physicians. I'm voting for marriage. I'm voting for life in all its dimensions. I am voting against um, euthanizing and physician-assisted suicide. I'm voting for wisdom in handling this pandemic. I'm voting for protection for the churches from oppressive politicians. One final thought, with all respect, this election isn't about you. It certainly isn't about me. This is what he's writing. It is about our kids, our grandkids. It is about those who are yet to come, if they are allowed to live. This vote has awesome implications for future generations and the nation we love. It's about our Constitution and the immutable, God-given rights it protects. It is about values and truth and greatness and hope. That is why the the notion of choosing a president based on frivolous personality characteristics is so unfortunate. In summary, this election is for all the marbles. (laughs) The presidency... (laughs) The presidency, the House of Representatives, the Senate, and the Supreme Court together, they set the agenda for this country. If you love America and don't want it to be fundamentally transformed, as the past president has said, it is time to do three things. Pray like you never have before that God will spare this great nation from tyranny and oppression, of religious liberty. Volunteer to help your candidates. Volunteer or, or vote, vote, vote. Amen. For those who will best uphold your values and convictions. Amen. And that's from uh, Dr. James Dobson. And this is why we're going to be having, as the Lord led me, a three-day prayer and fasting. um, Wednesday uh, the 28th, Thursday the 29th, and and Friday the 30th. Now, some of you may have things going on. Again, it's not a legalistic thing, but, and I asked the Lord, well, how do I do this? Because probably some haven't, you know, fasted in a while, and it may be a breaking thing, but... 
he said that, you know, it's not, it's not going to make it an open fast. I would say, Lord, well, how do I do this with him? Um, so make it an open fast, and it should be uh, fasting. If, you, if the Lord leads you, as long as the church is fasting collectively on those three days, so if, if, you, if the Lord leads you to fast one of those days or two of those days or all three of those days, uh, but the thing is, is he's, he, it's a heart issue. Yeah. Some of you may have health issues where you have to eat, you know, yeah. uh, before you take. That's, there's, there's, there's no bondage in that, you know. Um, you, you may be cooking and then, you know, and you're like, oh, Lord, don't, don't just pick up where you left off, right? You know, don't be legalistically bound by, by that. Or you may, it may be your anniversary. It may be something that you've had planned already. That's fine. Amen. But God is looking at... Um, the time that you say that you devote to him, you consecrate that and give that unto him wholeheartedly. For some of you, it may be three days. For some, it may be some of people have fasted uh, uh, six to, to noon. Some have fasted uh, noon to six, just an example. And in that time, they're focused. They're not distracted with anything, you know, as far as, you know, fleshly things, you know, no social media, all this other stuff. Just focus on seeking God. Keep your mind yeah. focused on Him. Be in the mindset of, of prayer. Don't be distracted by, you know, nonsense things, you know, until the Lord releases you from that. Um, some of you, it may be to fast a meal, okay? Maybe it may be breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and give that time unto focusing and seeking God. But you need to seek God and ask Him, Lord, how would you want me to go when he said make it when he said make it an open fast to the to the, to the congregation seek god and say lord which direction you want me to go with this fast amen, amen. and uh you know um for me you know fasting three days you know water juice right now I, i've added in times where i said lord i i'm like i need some coffee right you know <laughs> and, and, and 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 you know back then under the old school understanding, you're thinking, oh, you can't drink coffee, but there's no law, you know, no. under that, right? You know, even though most of the time through the day I'm drinking, you know, water, it may have, you know, some grape juice here or there or whatever, but, um, but I'm staying, I'm trying to in my heart stay committed to seeking and hearing the voice of God Amen. for the country. And so um, let's read on. Uh, verse 13 says this. So that's the directive. After that fast is over, uh, we'll go into the weekend, the, the 31st, and, the, and the, will be Saturday, that Saturday of October. So we have already ended it by Friday. And, and then that Monday, which will be the day before the election, which, which will be what? The, uh, for the second? Okay, because... So on that Monday, that's when we'll come together for prayer, praise, and worship. And it's going to look, we're getting a little preview today, what we saw. You're going to get a little preview of what's, you know, Amen. of that. Amen. Right. Prayer, praise, and worship. And if the Lord lays something on your heart to share, it's, it's, it's the platform is open. Amen. Amen. And, and so let's read Second uh, Chronicles. Let's look and let's finish up here uh, so we can get ready for our dinner and, and meeting. Verse 15 says this, Now my eyes shall be open and my ears attent unto the prayer that is made in this place. For now have I chosen and sanctified this house that my name may be there forever and my eyes and my heart shall be there perpetually forever. Amen? 
As for thee, if thou wilt walk before me as David thy father walked, and do according to all that I have commanded thee, and shall observe my statutes and my judgments, then will I establish the throne of thy kingdom according as I have covenanted with David thy father, saying, There shall not fail thee a man to be ruler in Israel. But if, if you turn away and forsake my statutes and my commandments, there's that if, right? which I have set before you and shall go and serve other gods and worship them, then I will pluck them up by the roots out of my land, which I have given them, and this house, which I have sanctified for my name, will I cast out of my sight. I will make it to be a proverb and a byword amongst all nations. Think about that. you just be just a mere memory, a mere thought. Because they did not repent, because they did not, because they did not obey the word of God. Amen. And it shall be answered because, let's see, look at verse 21. And this house which is high shall be an astonishment to everyone that passeth by it, so that he shall say, Why has the Lord done this unto this land and unto this house? And it shall be answered because they forsook the Lord God of their fathers, which brought them out, uh, brought them forth out of the land of Egypt and laid hold unto other gods and worshiped them and served them. Therefore, have he brought all this evil upon them. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray. And seek my face and turn from my wicked ways. Then, and only then, will I hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and heal their land. It has to be it, the body of Christ. We have to step forward. Will the real body of Christ please stand up? Amen. Yes, amen. And stand forward and do what God has called us to do. Will the real body of Christ please stand up and, and come on out with the real body of Christ? Please stand up. Amen. Amen. Will we stand up and do? Listen, well, I don't know if I feel. Listen, time is too crucial for you to be in your feelings. Time is too crucial to. Listen, this is a life or death situation here that we're facing. We're going in situations of a, that carries great consequences, calls for great measures in the spirit. Hallelujah. It, it requires great sacrifice that God will give you his grace to do. But, see, we know, oh, God will do it. Oh, yeah. But, he's, but he'll do his part if we do it. Well, we got to do our part, too. Amen. We got to seek him. We got to pray. We got to get before him. Amen. It's a collective effort. Amen. Amen. So, Father God, right now, Lord, we just surrender, Lord. We surrender, Lord. We surrender all to you, Lord. Oh, Lord, have your way in us, Lord. Have your way, Lord God, that we don't be complacent. Have your way, Lord God, that we realize spiritually what time it is. Have your way, Lord God, that we will not be shaken. We are not moved. We are not going to be persuaded to go to the left or the right, but we're looking straight forward at the cross, Lord. Hallelujah. So, Lord God, right now, do what you desire to do, yes, Lord. Yes. Be exalted and be glorified, Lord God. Yes. Lord God, anything in us, Lord, that, that, that's just hindering us, Lord, in our hearts, Lord God. Yes. Lord God, 
Come into it, Lord. Come in right now, Lord God. Remove any, any bitterness, any unforgiveness, anything, Lord God, anything that's contaminated. Yes, Lord, has contaminated us, Lord, that we've allowed in, Lord God, right now. We repent of that, Lord. Oh, Lord, that you can be what you called us to be, Lord. And he, the Lord is saying right now, he says, you have started strong, and, and, and he says, I want you to finish strong. Don't finish weak. He's saying, finish strong. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. He says, finish strong because time is too crucial. Listen, time is creeping up on us right now. He says, go forward and finish strong. Remember that. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Go ahead. Praise and worship, team.